Hey, and welcome to For the Podcast. This is episode 50. I'm Michael, and we're back at full strength. Hey, Jason and Will. Hey, episode 50. Can't believe we made it. It's only taken like three years. <laughs> for our weekly podcast, right? For Yeah, for our weekly <laughs> podcast. I like it. So this is our uh, E3, ep- our second annual E3 episode. Are you just making that up? or? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't look it up beforehand. But I feel like we okay. probably talked about E3 at some point. Possibly. So, um, all right. I didn't go this year. And I didn't really follow that much stuff. So, what's, what happened, Will? <laughs> well, it wasn't that eventful of a year. Uh, well, except for Microsoft, because new hardware is always exciting. Um I would just say this was like one of the weakest like years I've ever like seen, quote unquote, of E3. In fact, Sony, uh, just right off the bat, I want to say thank you very much for the YouTube video like screening. It was just trailer after trailer after trailer. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Wait. So real quick, the games that are coming out. If you had to pick like the like rank the at least the the main press conferences. Like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. Okay, Sony, dead last. Okay. Uh, um, it, then it's kind of a toss-up because Nintendo always always throws a good show, but it's new hardware. New hardware is always great, even yeah. though uh, people are not 100% thrilled about the pricing of the new Microsoft. Oh, the Xbox. Uh, just... Well, if you want to call it the by its just initials, uh, the Xbox, Xbox One Xbox X, One X, X, X. <laughs> yeah, get Whoa. it, Xbox. <laughs> Wait, so you might, uh, Will, you think that Sony was the worst uh, press conference? Yeah, it was pretty much like okay, uh, here are the games that are coming out, and then yeah, they basically didn't talk trailers. at all, right? Right. But are you judging it based on, like, uh, the performance, or are you judging it based on, like, the games that they showed? Or uh, the games that they showed, it's like, okay, let's think about, like, some of the highlights that we saw. Uh, God of War, not exactly, like, new IP. Destiny 2, well, we already had an event uh, last month telling us about Destiny. Um, yeah, like, uh, surprisingly, too, the one thing that... Too. Well, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, NAC 2, great. Um, maybe you should trade in your first uh, copy of NAC and get like a whole $5 towards your copy of NAC 2. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I thought this was like a pretty complacent Sony. Like a Sony that's in first place and is like, you know what? It doesn't matter what we do. Like, we are so far ahead right now. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> well, because there so. were rumors that they could just like drop the price of the PS4 Pro, and that would kind of kill all the momentum for the uh, Xbox One X, and they didn't do yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah, um, they don't. They don't need to. But they don't uh, need to do of, it until like closer to the release, you know. Well, one out of every four uh, PlayStation Fours that sold is a Pro, which that's perfectly fine for them. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I think if they're going to do it, they won't announce it now. They would announce it closer to when, oh, when oh, really? the Xbox, Xbox One X, X is released. 
Don't yeah, you think it was like, like a couple years ago when <laughs> Xbox One came out and it was like four ninety nine, and then the very next day Sony was like, "Oh, PlayStation Four three ninety nine, right?" Yeah, um, yeah. So you kind of kill the momentum before it even has a chance to kind of build. Uh huh. Like I would have done it now rather than like in October or so. Well, I. I still think Sony, like, to kill the momentum at the beginning uh, when this console generation started, they killed it by just doing the, hey, this is how you can borrow each other's games. And then they hand each other, one person hands the other person the physical disc. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> well, um, because right, also, so. I mean, if you lower the price of the PS4 Pro, that's actually available right now. So then people may actually go buy it right now. And then they're obviously, don't, they don't have the money or, or maybe the desire to buy the new Xbox when it comes out in a few months? Let's talk about the Xbox later after we're done with Sony because I have an interesting um, take on it that I want to hear your opinion on. But Okay, go let's, for it. Let's keep it with Sony right now. Yep. Um, I would say I'm, I'm excited for Destiny 2. And, I, of course, I'm probably going to get God of War um, because... God of War. Um, I'd say the only other big thing around like Sony time announcement was Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh, I'm excited about that. That looked, that looked really awesome. good. Yeah. Uh, the combat looks really good, but it does remind me a little bit too much of Batman. So I'm hoping that will be great. Along, uh, especially the the web slinging part, because they say. They're actually able to render a full. You get the full Manhattan experience. I thought you were going to say they can render a full web, but uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that looks web. amazing. And then there's like a new Uncharted spinoff and some Horizon Zero Dawn uh, DLC stuff. I actually thought that the PlayStation the event was a little weird because they it was like trailer after trailer and nobody really talking. But I thought that the games looked the most fun or more interesting to me personally, I guess. I can understand why maybe it's not for everyone, but for me personally, they had the best games, I thought. Yeah, come talk to me after you watch Nintendos then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I didn't really pay too much attention to Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, I think um, if... Well, just like based on conferences, like, you know, if, if Sony is going to do this, I feel like they should pull a Nintendo and do like a direct kind of thing. They can make yeah. it like more produced you know yeah direct that's to you yeah instead of like a hey welcome to this like big theater and just just watch this Um, (laughs) well they had like fire coming out and they had like a live band so it was a 4d experience yeah 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 that's all right so i guess like in general i did want to like rifle off and talk about a couple of games that stood out to me um one being there's a wolfenstein sequel that's coming out and did any either of you play wolfenstein the new order it was like a launch game for uh this last console generation for both uh xbox and playstation 4 i didn't it was really good it was a good reboot like if you liked doom of last year you probably liked this game a lot and it's very what's unique about it is it's the whole entire like Man in the High Castle. We we lost, and we're the resistance against the Nazis who've taken over the world. Yeah. Yeah, no, the trailer or, like, the reveal video, whatever, that eight-minute video was really good. Yeah, so it's now on my list of games I want to play. Yeah, I could see that. 
Do you think we need to go back and play the first one? No, no. Okay. Like, especially since you can tell just from the trailer alone, it's like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And they give you a good, like, recap of, there's not, you're, you're a soldier, you have to, like, defeat the Nazis. Uh, sure, it would help if you played the first game because there are some, like, storyline elements, but it's kind of like a, did you play Mass Effect 2? If yeah. you played Mass Effect 2 and you didn't play Mass Effect 1, you still like got the gist of it. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of like that, but not as involved. Okay. Um, some of the yeah, and I'm sure they're not going to make it so that you have to, like, maybe you'll get more out of it, but yeah. I doubt for yeah, a title like that, they're going to be like, you have to play the first one. Yeah. Right. Okay, what else uh, you got? Let's see. I definitely want to talk about that, like, Speaking of Mass Effect, uh, Anthem, that game that was uh, just displayed, it looked... I, I have no idea what it's about, really. Uh, they showed some gameplay footage. It looks like you're flying around in like a... Is that Destiny with jetpacks? Is that the game? Yeah, people yeah, are preparing much. it to Destiny. Yeah, yeah. But it's by, you know... It's, it's by, like, the Mass Effect guys, right? Right, it's Bioware. By, it's, by, it's Bioware, so yeah. I'm thinking... We'll actually get a real story as opposed to Destiny. <laughs> you so, know, I, I'm I'm banking that the story will be pretty good this time around. Yeah, um, for Destiny, you okay. mean? We'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, so do you think like is there any indication for Anthem that it will be like a I don't know like a Mass Effect or uh, Kotor or something like that where it's like branching dialogue and and choice because at the end of the day it's like a kind of like an MMO or like a multiplayer universe, right? Not like a single player yeah. game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it is. Actually, I'm hoping that the A squad of Bioware was working on this as opposed to the last uh, Mass Effect. <laughs> Andromeda. So. That, that would explain a lot of things. <laughs> well, so and Anthem, I, th- I thought a lot of people were really excited about, and it was kind of like the headliner for the Xbox One X. Um like, did you guys are you guys excited for this? Is this like a like possible game of show for you guys or or not? No, I want to play it, but I don't think it was I want to play it. Show. I don't think it's game of show. Yeah, yeah. For me, like, I just don't know. Like, I've only played a couple of the Mass Effect games, but Bioware doesn't really have the greatest gunplay, in my opinion. Like the cover system and things like that. Like, it's not the same as like a Destiny or or Halo or something along those lines. So, if it's going to be like a shooter. I don't know that it will be more fun than Destiny from like a pure gunplay perspective. But that's why they have jetpacks. Yeah. Like I mean, it looks beautiful. Things. And like, if yeah. there is a story, it could be great. But I'm not sold that it's going to be as fun to play like, you know, for hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping that the storyline will be good. Uh, that's what I'm really banking on. Yeah. But I mean, that would be good. Like, Gunplay. I do want to mention one video game ass like video game, which is uh, Far Cry Five, which takes place in the U.S. Um, did any of you see any of the footage of this game? You're in one of the midwestern states. Uh, it's the first time that they've brought Far Cry to the United States, and it's one is of it those, like a like, militia or something. A militia with the religious bent has like taken over, so could be pretty interesting. 
And they yeah. say it's got some of the most realistic fishing out there in a oh, game. Really? So yeah. Well, you're out <laughs> in the wilderness. Uh, what else are you gonna the do? Final Fantasy VR game. <laughs> I mean, this is one that I probably would not buy at launch, but you know, when it drops down to like twenty bucks or something, inevitably, like all Far Cry games do, then that's yep. when I may like pick it up. Because yeah, they're not like I don't like just like oh I really want to play this, but once it hits like a certain price point, it's like okay, like I'll play it. Okay, uh, two more games. One, Assassin's Creed. Uh, it's Assassin's Creed, but it looked really nice on uh, <laughs> the Xbox. Yeah. I mean, where it, everyone, the rumor was it was going to be in Egypt. It was originally called Assassin's Creed Empires, and the title is actually Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I guess we'll figure out why the assassins hate the Templars and what the deal was with that stupid apple. I did like Black Flag. Uh, I did like the first Assassin's Creed and the second one. Um, I didn't like the third so much, so I'll probably end up playing it, but this could be a... Like you said with Far Cry, I may wait for the first price drop to pick this one up. Yeah, you know, I played the, a little bit of the first Assassin's Creed, but I've never been like a huge. I, I, yeah, I haven't played the other Assassin's Creed games, so this one doesn't like appeal to me that much. I like the like the 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 idea of the story, but like the but yeah, I mean, playing it, I don't know. Have you played all of these, Jason? I have actually yeah. never played any Assassin's Creed game, so they look good, um, but I, I haven't tried them, so I'm not too interested in this. Like, I'm probably not going to play it. Yeah, but it looked cool. And then the last one that really surprised me was uh, trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Okay, and we were talking before the show, and Jason and I also have not played the first one of this. But there was there's just massive hype for this game. <laughs> we're clearly go back uh, and play very, this game. <laughs> very big contributors to this episode. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people are really excited. I just got that impression on Twitter, but um, I don't know anything about this game. The first game was really good. In fact, uh, if you guys were both good Xbox subscribers of live like you should have been, you probably already own this game because it was a game with gold a while back, and I'm pretty sure it is backward compatible. Oh, yeah. If it's a a game with gold, it has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, they only started doing that recently, I think, right? Or do uh, they right. go back and do them all? They, oh, I don't know. they, it may be on the list, uh, but I know, you, I know it's tied to your account. So as soon as it does go like quote unquote like live for backward compatibility, which I'm assuming it will, given the Scorpio announcement that we'll walk into a little bit later, uh, because of its big like, hey, we're doing. Xbox backward compatibility all the way back because we've got the horsepower to just brute force it. <laughs> yeah, that that was cool. Um, I don't know if I'd ever play any of those, but yeah. So Beyond Good and Evil Two, what, what's the story of the first one? Like, well, I know there's like a pig and like yes. a girl. Yes, and the woman's like a reporter. Uh, man, I don't want to spoil this. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't spoil, but just no, no, because on. you're you're going to play it. It's, it's, I, I want to. It's surprisingly good, like especially given the type of game that it is. It's a game that I would not see myself like 
enjoying, but yeah. Okay, let's talk about the big thing that's been on a lot of people's mind until they release the price point. The Xbox One X, Microsoft. Is that Scorpio? Yeah. Okay, so um, five hundred yeah, so bucks. Five hundred bucks, but pretty powerful. Four K, sixty frames a second. Yeah. So cool that Forza was announced and the Porsche and Crackdown Three with Terry Crews. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, so okay, are you guys gonna get one? Oh, so Will and I were talking about this while you were gone. Okay. I. I think I mean yeah. Who am I kidding? I'll probably get one. <laughs> it's. It comes down to: Do you own a 4K TV? I do. Yes. You're an early adopter. You should buy this. Yeah, that's basically my story. The story of my life. If you're not an early adopter and you don't have a 4K TV, buy an S. That's well, where Microsoft has positioned itself. Yeah. No, I mean, so I actually, going into E3, I was very excited just to see what they announced. And hopefully they had some big surprises and, and things like that. Um, it, it was pretty much what I expected including the price of 499 so the price isn't a huge deterrent to me like i mean it's more than i would like to pay for it but um it's not it's not it wasn't a shock i guess but yeah. now i'm kind of leaning towards not getting it at launch so I, I i will probably get one eventually but i might not pre-order one to get it on launch day will this be comparable or like more powerful than an equivalent, like if you were to build a Windows PC or buy, not build one, let's say like buy a Windows PC. Uh, yes. Um, if you were to buy one at $500, yes, this will beat it. Okay. Uh, I mean, it looks all, really nice, right? I just alone, just the eight, eight cores alone, just on raw processing power will best uh, what you're getting at 500 Okay. Yeah, and, and like it actually looks like a nice console. Um, so and and the specs seem pretty good. So I, I'm sure uh, it will be a good What's console. The I just date? I don't know that there's anything right at launch day that makes me want to play it from on day one. Yeah, yeah. Forza. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I mean, I ordered Forza because uh, there was that deal on it was Amazon where they had like the ultimate edition for like. I don't know. Instead of $99, it was like $79, and then you have the Prime discount, so it ended up being about $64 or so. Like the price of a regular I believe I also yeah. took part in that uh, purchase. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah. I bought that, you know, just in case. And, and I like how you can, like, I think Forza comes out in October, and, what, the Xbox One X comes out in November, and so you get to play it, and then presumably it will carry over, right? Right. So that's cool. Um and I like what they're doing with their... I mean, I don't have a gaming PC, but I like that you can kind of play it wherever. Yeah, which it definitely... Uh, I, I'm now a little bit like confused as to like what's Microsoft's like in-game when it comes to like gaming because of the whole entire like play anywhere type thing. Because this is... I see it not only like a console, I see it as like an entry-level like gaming PC. Yeah, I think that it's maybe trying to lure over more... I don't think you'll lure over PC gamers, but it's definitely not aimed at like a, just somebody who wants to play just, you know, Xbox. I think most people like that want to just play Xbox but aren't like hardcore gamers will get the Xbox One S. Um, 
So yeah, a perfectly serviceable console. Yeah, it's a, I mean, I love it. It's great. It's so quiet. It's like not having that power brick. Like I don't know. It's it's probably the Xbox One that should have been released first. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. And my my question was like a little more bigger picture. Is like, do you think there will still be like discrete console generations? Like, will we see like a PlayStation Five, or is it just gonna? Are they just gonna keep going this way and doing like you know? A, a PlayStation Pro, another one, and well, I can. The parts are in place for the incremental upgrades. Both now, Sony and Microsoft are on x86 based platforms. So we're talking about computers. That's pretty much it. All yeah. you have to do is replace the processor, get a faster GPU, and you can. Even though Sony didn't like talking about it. Uh, you got backward compatibility already built in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think there was a rumor that they're going to come out with a new PlayStation, uh, kind of like the Xbox One X next year. I mean, that's not a strong rumor, but it wouldn't shock me if they did that. Uh, so that I mean, that that looks like maybe where the industry is going, and I actually don't mm-hmm. mind that personally. Um, I mean, what do you guys think about like? Do you would you rather have the discrete generations? Not with everything going to digital, because I don't want to have all these boxes of plastic going on and saying, like, I want to play that game I bought a couple of years ago. Which one did I buy it on? <laughs> um, and then having to connect that one, download the game. Uh, I, I like the idea of, hey, I just have Box X, I connect to my library, wait a little bit, download it, and play. Um yeah, I like that too. I'm I'm a fan. I if, I think if it goes this way. Yeah, I mean these like little like I mean not incremental but the less like not like generational updates, they're like not as exciting to me. Like it's they do like mild redesigns. To me the exciting part is like when you get like new hardware, like maybe the controller has like, you know, different buttons or something. But I guess maybe we're at the point where the console market has really matured so much that this like the the controller we have is like pretty much you know, pretty much like the gold standard now that might not be modified that much, and then that's that's okay, you know. But I think more, it's I don't mind this, but I think it was, it was more exciting when it's like, oh man, like I really wonder what the PlayStation 4 and the new like Xbox like 720 will be like. Um, <laughs> even though you, ha- yeah, even though you had to like wait longer, like it's definitely worse, right? Because you have to wait a longer time. We waited what, like almost ten years between the last gen and this, and then now it's only like a few years, and we get like you know way better stuff. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's like less exciting because it's more like incremental. It's like okay, now it's four K, that's good, uh, but it's still like that same generation, so you don't get like any real like new surprises. So I kind of miss that. Well, I don't think it has to be one or the other, right? It's like the uh, the iPhone, right? And then you go from like the I don't know, the 6 and then the 6S, right? And so it's the kind of similar but, like, slightly better specs. And I'm not saying they're going to do it every other year, but, I mean, they can do incremental upgrades to the Xbox, you know, faster processor in two years or three years, and then in five years from now, maybe they have, like, an Xbox 2, right? Where it's, like, a, a significant, like, big step where they change the form factor, um, there's a new controller, like you said. Like, they can still do that, right? but yeah, kind of true. fill in the gaps with increased hardware so you're not stuck on the same hardware for, for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I don't mind. We have like, you know, more disposable income now than we did. So this is, you know, not a bad thing. And as long as it doesn't like <laughs> fragment, as long as it doesn't fragment like the population of players, as long as like anyone in that generation is okay. But this one, it already is a little fragmented, right? Because, or is it not? Are these all playable like on regular Xbox Ones? I think they are. They're going to be playable, but okay. not, no, you'll have no 4K, uh, and no guaranteed 60 frames a second. But an interesting thing from Microsoft's standpoint was they did not say, hey, if you... There are no like requirements for game developers. Uh, like it could run at 10 frames per second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a mistake. Yeah, that would... Well, I mean, on the one hand, happen. like, you know, I guess you're not handicapping the potential of like games on the One X, but... Um, I don't know. It, it could be sucky for, for people who either can't afford to get the new system. There would never be a developer that would do it, probably. But this does allow developers to just be like, hey, we've got an Xbox uh, One X version of this game. And we've got these features on it. Um, and we've got crappier features on the if you just have the regular Xbox One. Uh, I mean, that could happen because yeah. there are no restrictions, but no developer would do that. You want to have it reach as many people as possible. I know like Sony with the PS4 Pro, I think that you have to make it compatible with the regular PS4. Um, exactly. I wonder if they make you, if Microsoft has the same rule, because like on the one hand, I get why they, no, they want don't. To do that. They, oh, they have don't. no restrictions okay. on uh, game development for the one or the So uh, it doesn't have X. to be compatible. Right, it doesn't have to be, but everyone's going to make it. Yeah, well, because, I, I mean, I think that that's the kind of thing that will, I mean, I don't know, but it, it seems like that's the kind of thing that will work itself out, because, like, if you're a developer, right, on the one hand, um, like, if you want the biggest market, you're going to make it work with the old system. But if you have a particular game where you're like, look, I don't really want to do that, I kind of want to, like, iOS does this all the time, right? Where it's like, oh, here, here's a new game and it only works on the latest generation devices or we're only going to go back two generations and not, not five generations, right? Because their game yeah. is so important and they can't do things on older hardware that they're not going to handicap their game just for the sake of making it backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see this happening with uh, game developers who are primarily PC, manufact- uh, PC game developers who are like, hey... We've been doing 4K stuff for years, and it would be great for us to release on console, but we've got a specific vision that we want to see, and right. we're not going to release it to a console unless it can match the quality of our PC product. Yeah, and then, you know, obviously the risk to them is a, a possibly smaller market, but if that's what they want to do, like, that's that's on them, right? I, I think that they'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 I guess that leaves us with... Uh, Nintendo. Uh, always, always the winner every year for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so are you serious? Like, I actually didn't uh, pay too much attention, but I mean, I know they announced like a, more details on the new Mario game, right? Yeah. yeah. The, like the I Nintendo Direct or the E3 Direct was actually pretty short. It was like, what, 20 or less than 30 minutes. But they used like their Treehouse Live to kind of sprinkle in announcements throughout like the whole three days. So a lot of stuff like that wasn't even in the E3, like the main presentation was like released yeah. kind of throughout the, the next few days. 
So, like, did you know there were going to be two Metroid games coming yeah, out? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the Metroid Prime Four <laughs> announcement is literally just like the logo, and so it says like in development, right? So the Metroid Prime Four announcement is akin, I think, to Apple with a Mac Pro. It's like, guys, like we know, like we hear you. Metroid exists. Like we're working on it. It may not come out for a while, but we hear you. You know, it's that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, stop asking. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. It's like get get off our case. Um, so wait, what else was announced in that? In um, the- let's see. So some of the highlights that, of course, there's Mario. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to actually get my hands on this. I haven't played a Mario game in a long time. What was the last Mario I, game you played? Well, you uh, skipped Wii U, right? Yeah, I skipped the whole entire Wii U generation. Did so. you play any of the Galaxies? Yeah, it was the I played the first Galaxy. Okay, so it's been a long time. Yeah, this Mario definitely. I'm I'm interested because it has that whole entire. It it kind of reminds me of like Mario sixty four. Yeah, so I think they've actually made a direct comparison to the lineage. Like this is more like maybe not hardcore, but it's more in that spirit of like exploration and more open world and less guided, like uh, like Mario sixty four and Sunshine. And less like Galaxy, where they were worried about you like getting lost in the world. So they made these very like small worlds for you to kind of like run around in. And they were still awesome. Like I really love the Galaxy games, but they didn't feel like like I it didn't have the same. It felt feeling like a walled garden. I, right. Yeah. It didn't Explore, feel like the same way when much. I played like sixty four for the first time. And this kind of like brought back those like yeah, it really brought back like the Mario sixty four feels. So you can like now possess enemies. And like things, and it's that's like a cool like spin on the power ups. Um, New Donk City is amazing. Um, that whatever that song is, um, <laughs> the one up, the whatever one up girl song. That song is great. Sung by Mayor Pauline. That's, that's also a great like uh, um, a great nod to like Donkey Kong. So I, I wonder. Know, she, I mean, she did a good she did a good job. I mean, formerly a damsel in distress. Uh, just being kidnapped by Donkey Kong now, in charge of the whole city. Yeah, mayor. So, do you think this new Donk City is just like fan service? Because they they have like all the streets are named after like you know Donkey Kong Country characters, like Cranky Avenue, um, stuff like that. But do you think like Donkey Kong will make an appearance in this game? I, I'm hoping so, but if if it is, it will be like, hey, look at that giant. Uh, monkey in the background climbing this uh, skyscraper. It'll be like just a, like a little nod. That yeah, awesome. yeah. Like, hey, he's like King Kong jumping, climbing up a building in the background. Uh, yeah. Because there are a bunch of areas. There's like a desert zone. Uh, there's like a jungle-like zone. Um, so the city is only a small portion of it's one the of game the, as a It's whole. one of like the universe or whatever they called it. I forget what they called it. But yeah, it was, yeah. It's all. It's one thing. Um, yeah. What else happened? What I like about it is also they made it like more bite sized like more exploration based. Um, but they, I think they took the switch in mind, so you can go and you can. This time you're collecting moons, not not shines or anything um, or stars. So, but once you collect one, you don't like pop out of the picture and you have to run back in and select a different one. It's just when you're in that world, you grab it. It does like the little mini cutscene where you grab the moon. And then you can just keep running around and looking looking for more of them. Um, 
So I thought that was really nice. I think they did a good job catering it to like the Switch, like little bite-sized gameplays. You can go look for, you know, kind of like the shrines in Zelda. Exactly. Um, so I think this will be like a great one for like a commute. You can just like run around, find one more moon, and then, you know, go to work. All right, and then go to work, and then come back and continue on your collection of Nintendo MacGuffins. Yeah, uh. exactly. It'll be great. I don't know. This game will be 10.0. The next 10.0 <laughs> game from from Nintendo. Um, Metroid Prime 4 was announced. They, after Afterwards, the first Treehouse Live announcement was a remake of uh, Metroid 2 Return of Samus, right? That yeah. was originally released on the original Game Boy. So, yeah. uh, I'm skipping this one. You're skipping this one? Yeah. So the I, I thing, had yeah. the uh, game. I did not like the game. Um, I feel like I didn't like the game because it was in black and white, or like shades of green. <laughs> Depending on uh, the sunlight reaching your screen, yeah. or if you had the po- Game Boy Pocket versus the classic. And also, we were like seven or eight years old when this came out, right? When and the game was harder, yes. And it was way harder. So <laughs> I, I don't think I ever beat it, but I would love to replay it. Yeah, we were like nine years old when this game came out, so... Uh, I mean, I will go back and play it. The weird thing that I wanted to mention is, do you remember that there was like a remake of this game, like a fan remake? Uh, I had heard about it. Didn't it get the? Yeah, it got it got cease and desisted into uh, of oblivion. Um, but it's crazy because they actually like finished the game, I think, and they released it for free. And then Nintendo was probably like, no. <laughs> like, I guess the other thing is, it's like, well, there are already a bunch of like good Metroidvania games out there. Like, if you want something r- retro, like Axiom Verge is like something that everyone's been like talking about like recently, and that's pretty old. So, and of course, there's that uh, the guys who made Symphony of the Night had that Kickstarter that was just recently released. So, an old school like Metroid. I don't know, not not buying it. Yeah, and and it's it's 3ds only, right? Yeah, sorry. So it's like I haven't been carrying my 3ds around since the Switch, and yeah, yep. I don't I don't know. I don't know where my 3ds is actually. <laughs> um. So Jason, no excitement here, right? No, I mean it's not that I'm not excited. I, I thought I saw Mario briefly, and it looked really fun. And yeah. I, I just don't have a Switch right now. And I uh-huh. have a Nintendo console, so I mean, the more good games that come out for the console, the more likely I will eventually get one. But I'm not and not play any of the games like you did for Wii U. Yeah, well, I played <laughs> Super Mario 3D uh, 3D World. World, yeah, that was awesome. So I mean, actually, if this game is anywhere close to as fun as that game is, then like that would be great. And then I still have Zelda to play, and there's DLC for Zelda that they announced, and so I think. You know, maybe by the end of the year, I'll pick one up and it will have fun games for me to play. I don't need to wait for them to come out. But I'm not in a huge rush at the moment to play them. Oh, and just just randomly, I uh, I was... Remember how we were, like, so against ARMS? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My copy is coming tomorrow, so we'll see how it is. <laughs> it, I mean, it actually... I'm, it I'm not going to say I, I participated in the test punch or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to say that Twintel is like my favorite character. Uh, but, uh, okay, what else was announced? Rocket League, which is, I think, pretty amazing. I love... That is... A, I, I'm not a big Rocket League fan, but in this form factor, I can see this working. Uh, I think that's that's like such a big 
a big get for Nintendo. Plus, it has uh, cross-play, right? You can, against everyone except... You can play against Xbox yeah. and PC players and not PlayStation players. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of like uh, cooperation between Nintendo and Microsoft recently. Um, well, they have to gang up, right? Rocket League is just an example of what's, what kind of partnerships are going to happen in the future, it seems. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, even though I know I'm going to get my butt kicked uh, <laughs> being a uh, Rocket League uh, newbie versus a uh, certain veteran. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really bad. Name. I play a lot, but I'm so bad. Um, <laughs> but oh. maybe now I can take it and practice more. Um, they announced a new Kirby game, which I'm never usually as interested in because they're usually a little simpler and easier. Um, they're still fun, but it's not. Yeah, fun. I like winning, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I don't know. It's nice that, you know, Kirby is coming. They, when did they announce the Pokemon game? Was that the Pokemon, was that this conference? This conference, right? Yes. They announced a mainline Pokemon RPG game will be coming to Switch at some point, which I think was like inevitable, but it's nice to see that it's actually announced because it's like as much as you think it makes sense to like have that happen. It's, you know, it's, there's a lot of different stuff going on between like Game Freak and the Pokemon company and Nintendo and however. I think that that right there may be like, hey, um, sorry, but you are gone, Nintendo 3DS. Uh, The ship has sailed. Um, As soon as Pokemon is out on the Switch, I think that is it. Yeah, yeah. And then if they end up like, you know, adding in features like like Street Pass without you know maybe messing up too much battery life or something similar to that, um, then I feel like I would have no need for the 3DS because that's like one of the main reasons I carry that thing around is just to like Street Pass people and collect puzzle pieces and and start or like use you for like Find Me, um, like those like like the the games mm. were require Street Passing. So I wish the Switch had that, but it's not enough for me now just to say I want yeah. to speak to people <laughs> to carry, and carry this around. Yeah, yeah. that's not. Um, okay, and then there's this weird collaboration um, with Ubisoft and Nintendo, and it's... I don't even know how, where to start with this game, Will. I, I want this game. This is, like, ridiculous. This this is, like, my, like, sleeper E3 gold medal, like... <laughs> Really? Game of show. So apparently it plays better than like the concept seems. Yeah. It's 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 a oh, um, hey, uh you like Mario, right? Do you like wacky things like the rabbits? Okay, cool. <laughs> Do you like turn based strategy? Have I got the thing for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the like the was it like the producer of the game or something like like in tears after his game was announced? Like he was like so happy. Yeah, I mean this is it's oh my god this game, um, it actually has like deep strategy. Um, yeah, it looks great, and to be honest, it looks pretty fun. Like I, uh, I can see myself like wasting a lot of time on this game. Yeah, and you know, okay, so here's the thing about this, is like, like Ubisoft, I think, has always tried to, like, be a really good partner for, like, Nintendo, you know, like, they, 
they had like Zombie You and yep, was, they were there. The third party <laughs> that that yeah. stuck it through. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, like they really like they really try, but like it's it's tough to break in to like a Nintendo console with your like original IP. Like yep. so, I think for them, this is like I don't know if everything has to do this, but we saw it with Minecraft for Switch, right? It has like Nintendo themed stuff. Uh, we saw it with Rocket League. We'll have like little Nintendo theme like things to collect. Um, now with Ubisoft, um, and then this like this is probably like the biggest collaboration so far. But I mean, is this? Do you think is this the only way third parties can survive on Nintendo consoles? If you were a third party and you were given the option, hey, you know what? We'll let you use Mario in your game. Do you turn them down? Of course not, but I'm... Of course not! I mean, it's not the only way to be successful, but if given the option, I would think most developers would use this path to get to be successful. Sure, but I mean, do you think this eventually leads to a time when we're playing, like, Assassin's Creed with, like, Mario? Or, like, not, you know, not that extreme, but, like, is every IP gonna have, like, you know, Nintendo knickknacks or, like, a Nintendo, you know, theme, like, extras to it? Like oh yeah, and like with Skyrim too, right? Oh yeah, the they Zelda. <laughs> like Breath of the Wild, you can collect like Breath of the Wild stuff, like the tunic right. and the Master Sword. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not a bad idea because it appeals like you know the the real reason people stick to Nintendo consoles are like their like Nintendo's IP. So you know it, it probably can't hurt if you're releasing like a ten year old game to th- you know throw in a few a few Breath of the Wild like knickknacks here and there. So I don't know, yeah. Jason, what do you think? Um, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Yeah, good job. No, um, okay. I, I actually this is the one game that I didn't actually watch the trailer for, but I did read a tweet of a guy that I follow, and he actually thinks that this is the better of the Mario games over Odyssey. So um, wow. I think people are liking wow. it. Uh, See, I'm telling I, you, I don't play the any of the Rabbids games, so I'm not too familiar with those characters, and I didn't watch the trailer, so I really don't really have that much to say. So you totally missed out on the last few things I said. That's great. No, 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 yeah, I, I, I heard what you said. I just don't know anything. Rabbids about the are the minions of video games. Okay? Yeah, I mean, I generally know, but I've never played any of their games, and I haven't even seen the trailer for this game, so I don't even know what kind of game it is. Okay, no, what I was saying, though, was like about the tie-ins, like the Nintendo tie-ins. Yeah, whether they that's like, the only you, way to be successful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's the only way to be successful, but it, it seems to be working in this case, right? Yeah, and like with the, like the Skyrim stuff and Rocket League, Minecraft. I guess, I guess the uh, the way to be success, the other way to be successful, if you're uh, producing something for Nintendo, is to create like a real solid like video game, video game. Like we mentioned Skyrim uh, with. Wii U Bayonetta came out, and Platinum's not a huge, like, hey, we're selling tons and tons of copies, but it did fairly well. Yeah. So either you do the Nintendo way and aim towards, like, the general audience slightly skewed towards younger gamers, or you release a hardcore game that, hey, you grew up with Nintendo, and now you're into X. X is available on Nintendo platform. Why not make the both, both worlds? Yeah. So you're saying yeah, we're going mean, to get I, a Wolfenstein Mario edition? <laughs> but we may get the we may get like Luigi and Bayonet, the next Bayonetta. Oh. <laughs> that would be something else. Um okay. What else do we have? I mean, I don't know. Nintendo is like the one that I follow the most. 
um odyssey is just like i'm so excited for that game rabbits oh. yeah i mean like it seems to like be reviewing pretty well like more so than the concept would like tend to think like you know you would think it would yeah like um, i i nintendo best best show of e3 sorry <laughs> there we go take that xbox one x so that's so a nintendo um, okay well so what's your game of show for both of you guys uh, my guts want to say like, oh, pick like Crackdown three, or pick Destiny two. Um, actually, it's either it's either it's, uh, crap. <laughs> I would say between the Wolfenstein sequel and Mario and Rabbids. Okay. And a distant third, I would say Anthem. And in fourth place, even though we didn't even talk about it, would be that Dragon Ball Z game. Because I'm not a big Dragon Ball Z fighting fan, uh, fighting game fan, because they've always been pretty terrible from a fighting game standpoint. But it looks like since they actually contracted the team behind Guilty Gear that it actually looks like a real fighting game. And the cel-shaded art actually looks like, oh, great, I'm actually playing the cartoon, um, the anime, like in fighting form so i would put that in fourth place even though i know i'm not going to get it yeah i I saw the trailer for that this morning and it looks really awesome i I remember thinking like older dragon ball games look pretty good Uh, and and even like some of the naruto games look pretty good like close to anime but this one is by far like the coolest looking if you're into those kinds of uh like fighting games and, and anime style like this is as close as i've seen to uh just blending the two and it looks really awesome Mike? Mike, what's your uh, game of show? Mario? I'm going to go Mario Odyssey, for sure. Um, next, I was like, yeah, the Wolfenstein one actually looks for a game that, you know, I haven't played, like, the first one of. It looks like the the idea of it looks good. Like, I guess the trailer looked good, but I don't know if I'll get bored of, like, the, the gameplay. But it seems to have, like, the right sense of humor. Um, but, no, Mario Odyssey, for sure. Hands down. Like, that's, like, if it's anything near like mario 64 or sunshine it's gonna be great plus there's co-op so you can uh well co-op kind of in the same vein as there was in galaxy where you know someone gets to be the hat yeah yeah you can be be the hat um but you know now that maybe like soon i'll be able to like play that with matthew you know um you get to be the hat speaking of co-op real quick did you guys see uh, a way out Oh yeah, that that actually looked. We were talking about that a little briefly. That yeah. game looks actually really fun. Yeah, um, I, I didn't play the prior game that they this developer made, like Brothers or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's basically like a, a split screen co op game where you have to play co op. Um, so that's that'll be interesting because I, I don't know how many copies of this they will sell, but they will most likely sell in multiples of two. I guess <laughs> I'm but, pretty uh, sure it will be an even pair. Yeah, but um, if they don't, that would be so sad. That one person. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I think you can play split screen like yeah, single player, yeah. but um, I mean, it's it's kind of neat, right? It's kind of like uh, one player's side of the screen can be in a cutscene while the other player is still moving around, and you see what both players see. So you're mm-hmm. kind of collaboratively playing the same story. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little gimmicky, but I feel like they can do some face. cool things. It's nice to see at least something kind of new. I mean, I love. I'm just such a like a sucker for co-op games. So, anytime yeah. one comes out, I'll pick it up. 
Um, yeah, and that looks Speaking like a pretty cool which, concept. I think we should cut it short. I may warm up some Destiny. I haven't touched that Ooh. in a long time. Oh, wow. Well, I think we're almost wrapped up here. Yeah, real um, quick. So my, my game of show, I think, is um, probably actually God of War, which we didn't talk about, but it looks really cool. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it looks fun. Like I, I Dad of one War, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It looks like a, a, it would be a really fun game. I just, it has a lot of cool set pieces. The graphics look great. Uh, I don't think it's coming out this year, so I don't know if that really counts, but um, either that or Spider-Man were probably the two games where I'm personally most looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man looks good, too. Are you surprised that we didn't see Death Stranding? No. Oh, is that the Kojima yeah. one? Yeah. It's a Kojima game. We'll hear about it like two years from now. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know what? There's a chance that we may see Shinmu before we see that game. Oh, yeah. That, that oh. wasn't at E3 either. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Did Shenmue get delayed? <laughs> I think it, it did, did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so did Red Dead, which would probably have been most people's game of show if it had been shown. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. All right, cool. Um, anything else this week, Will? Are you off to Destiny? Oh, yeah. I'm going to play tomorrow night if you want to play. I think with Ja. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Let's make it happen. All right. Sounds good. Send me a text. Um, Will do. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Cool.